This is the Jocko Underground Podcast number 33. Echo Charles is here. Yes. And me, Jocko Willink. So there's a, a phrase that I use from time to time, and that is intent has a smell. What that means is when you're doing something and you're thinking that you're going to slide by other people and you're going to make a maneuver that they're not going to see and you think you're going to get away with it, well, the intent that you have in your heart has a smell and people can smell it. Now look, mm-hmm. smells can vary in their in their strength, right? There's some smells you can barely smell. There's some smells that smell really bad. Mm-hmm. But it's very good to recognize that your intent does have a smell. And if you think you can just go around stinking, <laughs> you're wrong and you need to put that in check. So I started thinking about that. Um, and it started bringing me back. I was thinking, well, how, how is that? How does our intent have a smell? Like, Because clearly it doesn't have a, a scent that hits our olfactory nerves and processes into our brain um, that way, right? Mm-hmm. But you know what I mean. Everybody knows what, as soon as I say that, people are like, oh yeah, because yeah. we can all sense it. So I was thinking back to some earlier underground podcasts that we did, talking about body language, and how you read some of that stuff, what people are lying. And, and, and so I wanted to start with that, but there was something else that I wanted to tie into the conversation. So a couple things. This is from a, a website called ForensicColleges.com. Top 10 signs that someone's lying. Chain, number one, change in speech patterns. So this is um, the way someone's talking all of a sudden changes. Mm. Cue. Right? Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's your intent seeping out. Mm-hmm. Number two, use of non congruent gestures, similar. Similar, because now we were, you know, using our hands in a certain way. Now all of a sudden we start doing something different. Mm-hmm. Wait a second. There's something going on here. Mm-hmm. And, and here's the, what's interesting you don't really, I think if, if no one, if you didn't know any of these, People are still picking up on it. Yeah, this is in the subconscious. You can feel it when you ever walk away from a conversation and you feel a little bit. You think you just you're suspect, yeah. or as my kids call it, sus. A little bit sus. A little yes. bit sus. Why is that? Because you picked up on these signals. You don't even know what they are, yeah. but you picked up on them. Uh, not saying enough. There's a there's a thing here. When truth telling witnesses describe what they saw and are, and are asked, is there anything else? more details are revealed. But when liars are asked to go beyond their prepared stories, few to no other details are offered. That's why you get the Reservoir Dogs, that story. You've seen Reservoir Dogs? Yeah, what What, story? The whole story about the the dogs and the LAPD and he's got a bag full of marijuana and he's got all these details that he works into the story and it makes the story believable. Mm -hmm. And he has to tell that story over and over again until it becomes part of him. But most people aren't gonna go through that kind of detail. Mm. So you ask him one extra question. Ever tell you about the time the tax uh, fraud people called me? (laughs) So this was interesting. I was getting audited Mm. for real by the IRS. And as I'm getting audited for real by the IRS, I'm at an event. And I 
there's a break in the event and I get a text and luckily the break came right around lunch. So I get a text from my wife. She says, you know, it's like the IRS is going to call. You have to like answer. There's something going on. And I go, okay. So the phone rings and sure enough, it's the IRS, right? (laughs) And they start, it was early on. Did you hear about these scams where people like, hey, listen, your whole, we're going to have to freeze your bank account. We're going to have to stop your credit. Uh, We actually have contacted law enforcement. So they give you this whole freaking Yeah, that happened a few times. Or they tried it. Well, what's funny is my son, and this was probably five years ago. So my son was probably like 13 at the time. And my wife is talking. She has him on, she has this, quote IRS agent on the speakerphone and my son's going it's a scam (laughs) it's a scam but still it freaked out my wife maybe my son didn't know that we were actually for real getting audited and even that for me it made me go wait a second I know I'm for real getting audited right now by the IRS and now they're calling me so but as soon as he kind of laid into he's like hey this is so and so and I could he had a foreign accent you know he's just a little bit of a slight foreign accent but here's what's funny I said after he gave his spiel about how they're gonna flag all my accounts and freeze this and all this stuff, I go, where are you calling me from right now? And he goes, Virginia. And I go, where in Virginia? What city? I lived in Virginia. Mm -hmm. And there was a long hesitation and then he said, whatever, some town. And I go, what's the weather there like today? And then he just was wide open. And, and, but that was it. So he didn't go deep enough on his lie. He didn't yeah. cover his story well enough. <laughs> so that's why asking some questions when you think somebody's a little bit sus. Um, here's the, here's the, uh, the flip side of that. Number four, saying too much. Researchers from the Harvard Business School, Harvard Business School determined that liars trying to deceive stretch the truth with too many words. Since such a liar may make things up as they go. They tend to add excessive detail to convince themselves of what others are saying. Very interesting, right? God, that's the person that has all these details. Again, Reservoir Dogs. Mm. Well, you remember that. Like, you remember that little detail? Why are you throwing that in there? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So we got a little dichotomy going on here. Yeah. Too much detail, not enough detail. <sighs> Unusual rise or fall in vocal tone. Um. That's, again, I think anytime somebody's mannerisms or voice changes, there's something suspect going on. Direction of their eyes. Much, of, much has been discussed on the topic of truthfulness and eye contact. A commonly held cultural belief in the United States is if a person isn't making eye contact, they aren't telling the truth, whereas in other cultures, eye contact can be considered untrustworthy in a given context. Um, what does it say? A research study conducted in 2015 by the University of Michigan and featured in Time Magazine showed that 70% of people in 120 media clips lied while maintaining direct eye contact. Yeah. I think you get some people that they, if they're looking you right in the eyes and you're like, I did not have sex with that woman, right? That was the classic Bill Clinton. Just straight up, you know, full on bold statement. Um, I think people get that Again, there's a dichotomy where they're looking you right in the eye and they're telling you and you're like, mm, a little too right. a little too rehearsed for me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're trying a little too hard. Mm-hmm. Freaking trying a little too hard with this stuff. But the other thing you notice with, with kids, 
Mm. You know, you mm. got the kids and you ask them a question about something. Mm. There's if they're lying, they're gonna look away. They'll like look away. And and you know what's interesting for me, if I'm talking to you and we're I'm trying to explain something to you, I notice that I look I will n- I will not look at your eyes to when I'm thinking about where I'm going or how I'm gonna pull this together or whatever. Yeah. So sometimes when I'm thinking about something I I kinda look away and then I look back. You know, I, I'll look away to think. I don't know why I do that. Do you do that? Yeah. Is that I normal? I think so. I, I feel like that's normal. But yes. then there's a thing where I'm looking away because I'm making up a new part of the lie. <laughs> right? <laughs> like if I was trying to explain to you, hey, from yeah. a leadership perspective, here's what you, you see what I just did? Like yeah. that's for real. I'll do that. I'm talking to you and you ask me a question about leadership yeah. and I go, listen, here's the thing. When you get in that situation, here, I'm, I'm looking away because I'm kind of putting my thoughts together. Yeah. Now if you were like, hey, did you take my credit card? And I'm like, you know, I look away like, how could I have taken your credit card? I mm. haven't been, even seen your wallet since we were at the gym training yesterday and I was in the locker room and you weren't, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah. Um, uh, next one, covering up, covering their mouth or eyes. Many people want to cover up a lie or hide from their reaction to it, which is why they may put their hands over their eyes or mouths when letting out an untruth. Okay. I don't know. I, I had a professor in college that, she covered her mouth when she talked every single time she talked yeah. with her hand. Yeah, I do that sometimes. So too. that was, I don't know. I think she was telling me the truth a lot, even though she was doing that. Yeah. Wait, what, should, <laughs> how, what do you mean cover up? Because like, I'll do yeah, this. Yeah, like I'll that, do this kind of stuff. Yeah. I won't go like this. Well, no, but I think but, what you just did is it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You know? Little hand up in front of the whatever. I, isn't that like a lack of confidence uh, yeah, thing? Yeah, that's what I think this professor had that I had in college. Yes. I think she lacked confidence. So one she can kind of be linked. She was not from America, so her, her English wasn't great. Yeah. And then I just think she was kind of embarrassed. And yeah. so, yeah, she would just cover her mouth when she talked, yeah. which was bizarre. I mean, you know, you have to do it a lot to get me to notice that right now. And it's been, I don't know, many years, 20 yeah. something years since I went to college. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, excessive fidgeting. Think about what a kid does when asked where the last cookie went. They may lick their lips, look at their nails, or even shake hands. And then tell a big whopper of a lie. Yeah. Um, finger pointing. The act of pointing at li- this is literal or figurative. The point of the act of pointing towards something or someone else with gestures or words may signal a surefire desire to take the focus off an individual. Cool. Uh, lie detector tests. I've had two friends do lie detector tests that debriefed me on it. Yeah. And one of them was a super kind of honest guy. And he got got crushed by the lie detector test. <laughs> he just, as soon as it's, as soon as they, because they make you lie to it so you can see what it does. Yeah. And as soon as they even started to get to the thing that he was supposed to lie about, it went off the rails. Huh. What so what it said he was lying when he yep. wasn't lying? they say they say hey okay echo think of a number between one and five mm-hmm. you got it in your head mm-hmm. okay now when I ask you if that's the number say no mm-hmm. and I go what were you thinking of one mm-hmm. and you go no were you thinking of two and you say no do we thinking of three and w- if you were thinking of three all of a sudden that thing starts going off the rails so that's how they set you up oh, no where you realize like damn this thing is good to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
but can't you, isn't there all kinds of ways to beat yeah, the lie detector? that's why, yeah, there are ways to beat it. And so I had another friend, and again, this is weird, because he was a l- not as honest of a person and kind of sometimes lied a lot about like little things, you know, people that like just yes. kind of habitually lie about stuff. Yeah, psychos. Yeah, it, well, he wasn't a psycho, he's a good so guy. Super. He just like had that weird personality yep. trait. Mm-hmm. And he, well, this is what's interesting. He had to take a lie detector test too. And he got back and I said, well, how was that lie, lie detector test? He goes, I flatlined it, meaning he just didn't right, get right. picked up, which could have been a lie because he was kind of a liar and that sounds really <laughs> cool, right? It doesn't sound cool. Like, yeah, dude, yes, that's sir. super cool. Yo, yo, damn, dude, you're freaking awesome. Or he could have been telling the truth, but he just lies all the time. So it's just no right. factor for him just to yeah. be like, no, I didn't never did that. Right. So, and both these guys were going for, you know, jobs in government agencies that require you to take it. So, uh, this is a weird one, self-identifying as a good liar. Perhaps the easiest way to spot a liar is to let them do it for you. This study showed that good liars mostly told little lies to colleagues and friends in person focused. That's kind, that's kind of what was going on with my friend that was a bit of a liar. You just like tell these little lies, yeah. like, but all the time. Yeah, and And it's sort of at the group it's almost like that idiosyncrasy that everyone just kind of gets it and just move on with it, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, you know that guy in jujitsu that, um, uh, let's say, taps too easy, right? Mm-hmm. And so you're, like, that's just, but you know, he's right. all our friends, so we're that's just gonna how, deal with it, yeah, whatever, yeah. No, no big deal. This guy would just like tell little, like basically innocent white lies, but yeah. all the time. And what, like what though, like, you know how like someone, someone, lies Mm -hmm. let's say a normal person's gonna lie you can see the clear benefit of their lie like to keep Mm -hmm. them out of trouble or to you know whatever maybe get them some kind of kind of reward or whatever but like these kind in my experience i know a few people like this where like he didn't even have to lie about that that. like it didn't make that 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 definitely is true yeah where you you know if i tell you hey dude i was out till freaking one o'clock in the morning last night Mm -hmm. and i still got up at four Aren't I badass, right? Mm. And you're like, yeah, you're badass. But one o'clock wasn't good enough, so I'm like, dude, I was out till three a.m. Right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, why am I doing that? Yeah. You know, (laughs) this makes no sense. Yeah, it's weird, right? But sometimes people they just want to add a little bit of, add a little kicker on it. Right. The other thing, and I've told you this, I've talked to you about storytelling, right? Where I want you to feel what I felt, and so when the mortar landed. And it was 50 meters away from me and it scared the living shit out of me. Mm-hmm. And I was like freaking hit the ground and I was shaken up. Well, when I tell you that story, I want you to feel that. Yes. So then I'm like, dude, this la- this freaking mortar landed right next to me. Right. Well, how far? Like, like five meters away. You know what I'm saying? So I'm yeah. exaggerating. But that's different though. Yeah. I, I feel like that's like not in the realm of like it's like sociopath or whatever like yeah. that's not a weird pathology in my opinion like no, people so far no wait so far no one that i've talked about is in the realm of sociopath like i know who you're talking about then people yeah. that are just freaking like they're out there and they're just this line just don't care about anything yeah, I mean, but themselves at all a guy like that yeah yeah and i've known people like that over the years it's weird man yeah it's weird what well, the one the guy that i knew said stuff like elaborate stuff that is not only was really easy to go disprove, <laughs> but it had to do with like other people. 
Like he said he was like hooking up with this girl who's literally our friend. It's uh-huh. not like he was like some girl in Canada or something. Uh-huh. It was like our friend. <laughs> like I could literally just call her right now, you know? Yeah. And he'd say, I have this whole elaborate. It was weird, man. And then when you find out, you're like, you're almost scared to confront him about it because you're like, bro, what is this guy capable of, you know? Yeah. But it's odd. <laughs> that reminds it's me of Theo Vaughn was like, he said he's had like a um, fear of being murdered. Yeah. That <laughs> That's what you have. This dude, well, how, how, how do I know what else you he's going to do? Yeah, man. He's lying about hooking up with this chick. He might put an ice pick in my neck. Fuck <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So there's some of the things, but this is actually what I, this is what kind of got me back wanting to talk about this just because I think this is very interesting. This is, this is the idea of smelling intent, but from a very narrow focus and the narrow focus. So. That is a little excerpt of what we are doing on the Jocko Underground podcast. So if you want to continue to listen, go to jockounderground.com and subscribe. And we're doing this, we're doing this to mitigate our reliance on external platforms so we are not subject to their control. And we are doing this so that we can support the Jocko podcast, which will remain as is free for all as long as we can keep it that way but we but we are doing this so we don't have to be under the control of sponsors and we're doing it so we can give you more control more interaction more direct connections better communications with us and to do that we are we're building a website right now where we'll be able to utilize to strengthen this legion of troopers that are in the game with us so thank you it's jockounderground.com it costs eight dollars and 18 cents a month and if you can't afford to support us we can still support you just email assistance at jockounderground.com and we'll get you taken care of until then we will see you mobilized underground